Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore! And now... Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall. Noise pollution. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show here to go off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks as always to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. All right, so we've had a couple of days to let the dust settle. Kevin McCarthy, no longer Speaker of the House. The Gang of Eight, with the help of a bunch of Democrats, ousted him. What's next? What do you think happens now? Well, isn't it wild that, and this is the most Republican thing ever, so the Republicans agree to rules. Everybody signs off on it when they vote for McCarthy to be Speaker. It's very clear if you don't behave in these parameters, what's going to happen to you or could potentially happen to you. He doesn't behave in the parameters he agreed to. The thing that was supposed to be the deterrent is put forward and these republicans are more mad at matt gates for holding kevin mccarthy accountable to the agreement he made than they are at joe biden chuck schumer nancy pelosi i tell you guys this all the time there is no difference between these two parties on about 98 percent of the stuff and they proved it once again and then didn't on top of that didn't mcconnell say yesterday we need to change the rules yes well (laughs) but, but but this stuff happens all the time so if you guys remember when Todd Young didn't get those signatures to get on the ballot, because the signature thing is designed to keep, in Indiana, you have to get so many signatures to run for U.S. Senate. Todd Young didn't get the signatures. He had to go in front of election commission. Conveniently, in a in a donor and lobbyist Christmas miracle, he was allowed to stay on the ballot, even though he didn't get the signatures. <laughs> the signatures requirement is designed to keep undesirables off the ballot. Well, one of their guys, because Todd Young was lazy and arrogant in getting those signatures, got caught in it. And when that happened, I thought... Bosma and Long were going to tear hamstrings, sprinting to a podium, and they were talking about, well, maybe we need to take a look at this law. Maybe the law's a little outdated. <laughs> well, conveniently, Todd gets to stay on the ballot, and, well, the need to update the law goes by the wayside. This is what the Republicans do all the time. They do it nationally, they do it locally. The rules are designed they to benefit them, and if it works where it doesn't benefit them, then they suddenly cry bloody murder. Well, the Democrats do it too, right? With the filibuster and in right. uh, in half the time they create the rules and then they complain about them after they put right. in place. Backing the Supreme Court, they want to change. Sure, the rules. but the but the but the this is what we keep coming back to the Democrat, and I think they said this last night. The Democrats don't pretend to be different. The Republicans lie to me and tell me they're different. The Republicans <laughs> lie to me and say, if you elect me, I will do A, B, and C. And then they they agree to these things, and somebody goes, um, yeah, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain on this, so we're gonna I'm gonna call your I'm gonna call you out on this. And whether it was professional office hopper Aaron Houchin or Larry Bouchon or Mike Pence, I mean the vitriol towards Matt Gates for simply holding Kevin McCarthy to his word tells you everything you need to know about these people. And it feels like to me, 
McCarthy was so arrogant, he didn't think anybody would call him yep. out for violating that contract. Oh, even that morning, he was saying, oh, I'm confident. Yeah. I'm very confident right. about that. He didn't think they had the stones to come after him after he got the speakership. And then Matt Gates was like, blank me, blank you. Yeah, I tweeted out, uh, bring it on, Kevin McCarthy, and then below that I put, mission accomplished, George W. Bush. Because <laughs> he, you're right, it was complete arrogance because Republicans always get away with lying. Every election cycle will the spending is out of control inflation is out of control somebody should do something about it elect us and we will do something and then people go well hey we elected you and you didn't do something about it oh silly you the adults are in charge we can't do anything about it because chaos would ensue so you say the word chaos Nigel and i talked about this yesterday that word's been thrown around a lot last couple days republicans are in chaos chaos in the house is it really no they it's so chaotic they took a week off work Exactly. They don't come back until next Tuesday. And I said this. You guys may know I had a have had a rather animated disagreement with someone else who is on the air on this radio station because he said what I felt was a pretty insulting thing about people who have challenged people who supported Kevin McCarthy. And I said to that person last night, I said, if indeed Jim Jordan becomes Speaker of the House, which is looks like he's kind of the favorite in the clubhouse right it's now. It's down to Jordan and Scalise, it sounds like. Right. If indeed Jim Jordan becomes Speaker of the House, then will can we agree that Matt Gates will have been proven correct because don't we agree Jim Jordan is probably going to be markedly better than Kevin McCarthy? You get an upgrade, and it feels like, and Nigel and I talked about this yesterday, tell me if you agree or not, it's going to be a much easier process getting Jim Jordan or even Steve Scalise, if it's him, through the process than it was with Kevin McCarthy in the 15 rounds of voting. I used to see this all the time in local government. There were all these agencies at the, that were outside of the government that the town would give money to. And one of the ones that stands out to me the most was the Chamber of Commerce. And this chamber in Brownsburg was lazy. It was unaccountable because they were getting money from the government to stay afloat. They didn't have to be liable to businesses. They didn't have to advocate for businesses. They didn't have to do any of that stuff because they were getting public money. And I said, we're done giving you guys money. Well, if you cut the money from the chamber, the chamber will simply cease to exist. And I said, wait a second. You guys are the business community arm in in this town, and you're telling me you can't exist without government money? I call bullcrap. Oh, no, we're going to have to close our doors. It'll be all over for us. I don't know if you guys check right now if you go to the, if you Google Brownsburg Chamber of Commerce, there is not only a chamber of Commerce still in Brownsburg, but it is bigger and has more members than it ever had before. Why? Because somebody called their bluff and said, if you guys get off the government dole and you have to account for yourselves, you will have to either sink or swim on your own. And they started doing the things that people wanted them to do. And so they joined the chamber. <laughs> it's the same thing here. It's always, oh, the chaos will ensue. The world will end. Oh my gosh. They've already funded the government for 45 days. What 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 does it matter what happens for the next 45 days? Be honest. We live in this political bubble here, right? We follow this closely. Do you think the average person, if you walked out a monument circle and you spoke to 20 people, can you name the Speaker of the House? How many could probably name them? One percent, maybe 10% of Americans as a yeah. whole couldn't name couldn't tell you who Kevin McCarthy was. And, and and would it really be so bad? Like, what would be the worst thing that would happen if we just didn't have a House of Representatives right now? Let's just say they couldn't do any business. What would be the worst thing that would happen? They've already funded the government for 45 days. But even after that, 
There's a famous episode of The Office where for some reason Michael is not there and Jim is like talking into the camera and he goes, you know, it turns out if you have decent people and you just leave them alone, they generally take pride in their own work sure. and they'll just make sure things work. That's the way America is. Govern, govern, government is such a hindrance to progress. I think the best thing for us would be if the government just shut down. And I'm not talking for a week. I'm not talking for two weeks. I'm not talking for a month. Let's try for six months without an open federal government and let's see where we are at in this country. We are going off the rails with Rob Kendall. I, I wanted to ask you about this. It just popped it on my head because you were talking about Brownsburg. Are the Brownsburg firefighters mad at you? <laughs> well, that's been for about 11 years now. So uh, <laughs> What would have happened? Were uh, you in a forum where uh, there was a bunch of angry, big, bulky firefighters all staring you down? Re- remember this scene in the Blues Brothers where they have the concert and it's all the police that are there and they get on stage <laughs> and go, it's so good to see so much of Illinois' law enforcement community in the audience tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I go, to these, I go to these meetings and there's usually like three people, me and, and two others there. And conveniently, when it was about uh, budget and the raises for the firefighters, well, it was just a room full of firemen. And the uh, union boss guy got up and spoke, and he made uh, very clear that, uh, well, I was essentially fibbing about tax increases that were going to pay for these raises, that they deserve these 8%, by the way. Did you guys get 8% raises this year? No. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get anything. This now, year. <laughs> I was told very specific, very clearly from the council it wasn't a raise. It was an adjustment to their pay. Oh, uh, so, they fixed the glitch. Yeah, right. So the fact that you, who funds the government, didn't get an 8% raise, they did. They were very angry because- Do they deserve the raise? Yeah, I want firefighters to have raises. But it's not about whether you deserve it or not. It's about whether you in the private sector, because they have access to your money and can take it by force, should they get it just for existing? D- again, did you get an 8% raise? I did not. Did you get an 8% raise? That's a negative. I feel lucky to still have a job. The average person in this country feels lucky to still have a job in the Biden economy. You shouldn't just be giving government workers money because they can take it. It's not whether they did a good job or not. You guys are number one. Is Brownsburg Firefighters number one? I don't know. I don't but- know the rank. But the, point, but the point is, they get in this meeting and they go, he's lying about this tax increase or he's misleading and there'll be this budget presentation and they're going to show you. Budget guy gets up and goes, yeah, there's going to be a tax increase. And this is the, it's always Rob Kendall's lying. He's misleading people. He's this, he's that. He's here for clicks. I love that they think my show ratings depend upon talking about what's going on with raises with Town of Brownsburg employees. So it's, it's not about, disgusting. it's not that you don't want firefighters to have a raise. It's that they lied to you about how they're going to get there. Yeah, right? it's a, it's that the, the taxes are going up. You are giving government employees raises not equivalent with what the okay. private sector is getting who are paying for the raises. And it's just lazy governance anyway. Those town, the town Town Council, some of the dumbest people alive. I mean, some just real men's of people out there <laughs> could totally have given him the raises and not raise taxes. But of course, they want a swimming pool that's going to cost $20 million. And where is that swimming pool located it's next to be right next to the sewage plant? Okay. Can you stick around? <laughs> yeah, for one yes, absolutely. Break? Yeah. We're, we're going off the rails with Rob Kendall. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back with Rob Kendall, the Kendall and Casey show. We're going off the rails here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Fun night last night. Oh, it was great. A night with WIBC. Yeah. Thunder beers. We got to do thunder beers before the show. We, we got to do that during the show yeah. next time. Uh, that would be a great way to go out, wouldn't it? 
I oh, think next, I'd be in. I think next year, instead of singing the song, we should just do Thunder Beers as the end tonight with WIDC. I think we should probably secure rides home <laughs> <laughs> before we do that at the end of the night. But that was but a sold-out was... crowd, man. They were rocking. We had a good time last night. And for somebody that's never been to one of these night with WIBCs, how would you describe it? Uh, I it's first of all, my favorite part is getting to meet everybody beforehand, and they changed that a couple of years ago. Where everybody who gets a ticket is yeah. part of the meet and greet, and they had customized T-shirts yeah. on. I think it's one guy uh, put every nickname we've come up with on our show on the back of his T-shirt. I met T-shirt. that guy. Yeah, it, it was Joe. Just, I think his name. And it's such it's so flattering. It's such an honor because we always get told by the politicians, "Well, no one's listening to you," and the, you see the fact that we. The ratings dictate right, otherwise right but then you see a theater full of people we could have sold double the amount of tickets we sold you know that's just how many the theater would hold is a couple hundred that people are willing to give up their time and their money to come be a part of this because it's like we're all we're all family together on a weeknight yeah it's awesome i i just i love and it man, every they year. were into it they were booing they were laughing yep. they were cheering yep. we got them singing shout at the end yeah. of the night man and it tells me there are Tens of thousands of people in this state who listen to us every single day who agree with the stuff we're talking about. It's sometimes when we say these things, it's like you feel like you're on an island. But then you see that and you go, no, we are the voice of these people when we talk about limited government or accountable government or transparent government or lowering the taxes. Like it's not it's the, the people down the street from us are in the minority. Those state reps and state senators, they are the minority. And the people we saw last night are the majority. They just don't represent them. And there are so many people that that want this radio station to fail. Like, last night was a home run of an event. It was sold out. Everybody had drinks. We had a good time. We cheered. We laughed. We booed. We did all the things. And we still get trolls on social media. Yeah, this morning we were getting trolled. What's that about? Do you guys have this in your YouTube chat where somebody will spend three hours or four hours, in this case, with you guys out of their day just saying mean things about you in the YouTube chat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it happens. yeah. And we get more of it on Twitter than YouTube, because you have more folks on the YouTube than, than we do. We get it on Twitter. But yeah, and it's usually all the same people. Fake profile yeah. picture, like fake profile name or 85 numbers in the account. Yeah. Somebody that's too chicken blank to use their own identity talking about how awful we that's are. That's how we started out our segment last night with a tweet that we got <laughs> that mentioned my wife and her rich elite friends and these <laughs> fancy vacations that you go on. Right. She should, like, like this person stalking my wife's Instagram account. It has. I no- didn't realize Liston was a fancy <laughs> vacation. <laughs> Yeah, but is it Great Wolf Lodge, boy? Really? Isn't there something the weird hog? though about somebody who every day, in our case, it's three hours a day, spends three hours of the, out of their day subjecting themselves to something they claim to hate? Isn't that weird? And they're so passionate, but yet they don't want their real identity yeah. to be exposed. I chuckle all the time on the way home to think that guy or girl, and there's many of them in our YouTube. They wasted three hours out of their day. What do they think? I'm going to read the YouTube and go, oh. uh... Uh, whatever screen name is angry at me, boy, I really better think twice about that tomorrow before I have the the take that's rooted in twenty years of politics and government. I'm I'm going to just totally change my. That is so weird, and they don't realize they're helping us. That counts for our ratings. The YouTube stuff counts for our ratings and our bonuses, and it's like 
Just bonuses. So, <laughs> so you weird. and your drugs, Rob. <laughs> What's coming up tomorrow? Uh, boy, what the hell do we have? Oh, we have Charles Bookwalter coming on. He is challenging Jim Baird, who uh, represents the 4th Congressional District. I would vote for an aged potato skin over Jim Baird. So we like to uh, promote people who we think are for good government, and he'll uh, he'll be there to tell us about that. Special thanks to Garage Doors of Indianapolis. He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. Thanks, Rob. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.